0: what's up everybody good morning and welcome to our water's edge online sunday morning worship experience once again thank you so very much for hanging out with us today and tuning in for those of you that continue to like and share these online worship experiences with your circle of influence, thank you so very much for doing that. Continue to do that. We have people tuning in from all over the place. And then again, for those of you that continue to worship with us online through generosity and giving and meeting our new $10 challenge, thank you so very much for doing that. Continue to do that. You allow us to help more people, love more people, feed more people, and serve more people and show our community the love of God and the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. That's all because of you. Thank you very much. And also we need you to know we're at youth camp this week and we're filming live from youth camp and you allowed about 50 students to come to youth camp, a life-changing experience because you worship through generosity. Thank you so very much for doing that. These students are going to have experiences and stories that will last a lifetime. If you ever went to youth camp when you were growing up, you've never forgotten that. They will never forget this week because of you Thank you so very much for doing that. Today we continue with our current series and this series is called Heat Wave and honestly, I just wanted this to be a revival for our soul type of series because this is all about you and I getting our personal passion, our personal focus, our personal strength, our personal intimacy and worship and endurance back for God and showing people the love of God. And so today we continue with part three. Now, again, today understand that life Life can be very challenging, and life, your life has dealt you a certain hand, and the hand that life has dealt you can be very, very challenging. Sometimes just dealing with your emotions and sometimes just dealing with your feelings can be very challenging. Sometimes just dealing with your situations and circumstances and storms that you didn't create but you have to deal with can be very, very challenging. Sometimes just dealing with your constant thoughts can be very, very challenging. And sometimes dealing with your future and your uncertainties or your past can be very, very challenging. And so we get bombarded by negative noise and voices and outlooks all the time. And life speaks to us Your life speaks to you. Your storms speak to you. Your battles speak to you. Your feelings speak to you. Your victory speaks to you. And negative people speak to you in this life. And many times it seems like the volume of negativity around us just gets turned up louder and louder and louder. And the temperature of negativity just gets turned up hotter and hotter and hotter. And so the purpose of this series is this, or even the message today is, how do we cancel out all the negativity? in our life? And how do we make sure that the positive influences in our life are much, much louder than the negative influences in our life so we can build up our faith, strength, hope, and endurance? If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. Now, the question is this. How do we turn up the heat? How do we make sure that the positive hope-building faith-building, endurance-building voices in our life are the ones that we listen to and the ones that we let influence us. Now, I can remember when I played basketball in high school in my senior year, my mom used to love to bring, this was a long time ago, she brought a big... (laughs) VHS camcorder. I mean, you had to put the big tape in there, press record. And it was so funny because every time we would make a good play, she would hold it on her shoulder. She would get so excited and start clapping, and you couldn't see anything she was filming. But my mom would film, and because my dad was a pastor, he would just sit there and enjoy the game and many times bite his lip because he didn't want to make a spectacle of himself. But I played at South Borgard back in the 90s, and we had an old gym back then, and we had wooden bleachers that was right on top of the court. We called it the pit and the jungle. Now, you got to understand something back then. Our girls' basketball team at South Boulevard, they still are like a dynasty, always in the playoffs, always going to state. And my senior year, the boys' basketball team, we were pretty good. So every Friday night in that gym, it was like a community event, man. Everybody came out. It was packed. It was hot. And most of the time, we got a bad referee. And our fans would let them know. Always screaming, but there was so much noise in that gym, the wooden bleachers, people beating. So you had hundreds of people yelling at the coaches, hundreds of people yelling at the players, yelling at the refs, yelling at each other. You couldn't hear yourself think. So much noise. Well, one time we were playing Oakdale at a home game, and we probably had the worst referee that we ever, ever had, and our fans were letting him have it. It was a really close game and I remember at one time I was running for a loose ball and a player from the other team was running for a loose ball and as we both got to the ball, he shoved me into the bleachers and I hit those wooden bleachers head first and man, I busted my chin. Well, my dad just lost it when that happened because they called out of bounds on me (laughs) instead of on him. They didn't call a foul on him. And my dad didn't say anything at any game. He wasn't saying anything on this night. But when he saw that, he lost it and he blurted out, hey, it's five on five, not seven on five. Well, most of the time when people were yelling at the refs, everyone was yelling. So the ref couldn't tell who was saying what. He couldn't hear all that kind of stuff. But for some reason, the very moment that my dad finally decided to say something, everybody in the gym shuts up. (laughs) And all you could hear was my dad's voice saying, it's five on five, not seven on five. Well, that referee that we were just letting him have it, apparently he had had enough from people yelling at him. He stops the whole game, and he tells the security guards, two cops and the principal, he goes, find whoever said that and kick them out of the gym because we're not going to start the game until you do. So the principal and the cops go up to where my parents were sitting, and the first thing my dad said was, who said it? (laughs) who did it? And the principal goes, well, that's what we're trying to find out. Well, my dad didn't confess and he stayed in the game. But I thought about that. You have to think about something. Sometimes our life is like that referee in the gym who heard my dad. He was surrounded by noise. He was surrounded by all of this negativity and all of this noise. And then sometimes it seems like all the other voices in our life just shut off sometimes. Sometimes our life is like that, just like that ref, surrounded by all these voices, all the voices shut off, and then you hear one voice. Sometimes my life is like that. Sometimes I can be surrounded by all these encouraging voices, faith-building voices, endurance-building voices, strength-building voices, hope-building voices, positive-building voices, and sometimes it seems like they all shut up, and I can hear that one voice negative voice. It gets louder and louder and louder in my life and it seems like all the time it happens and it speaks to us. You're no good. You're no fun. You're not attractive. You're a loser. You're not good enough. You're a failure. What about your past? What about your mistakes? You can't do it. You can't please God. You can't follow Jesus. So in this life, we have to figure out how do I turn up the temperature of positivity in my life and turn down the temperature of negativity in my life because I want my faith and my worship and my passion for God and my peace and my positivity to burn like a heat wave. Now, how many of you, when you go to sleep, have to have some sort of noise in the background? i do that all the time. When I was growing up, man, everybody would go to bed. I would turn on my TV, and I had to fall asleep watching the Fresh Prince. I just thought it was awesome, and I put on the Fresh Prince and would fall asleep, but I also have to have a fan, and I know a lot of people who have to have a fan going, and one of the reasons is so not only can you drown out unwanted noise when you're going to sleep, but sometimes you want to drown out the silence. Sometimes people need noise so they can mask the silence because they don't want to deal with what comes with the silence. Why do we wear deodorant? Thank God we do, to mask unwanted smells. There are smells that I don't want. And so if I don't want them, I got to put on deodorant. And there's people around you that don't want those smells either. (laughs) So we have to put on deodorant. But let me ask you a question. What about unwanted emotions? We have all of these unwanted feelings and emotions in our life. I know I do, like fear, stress, anxiety, depression, loneliness, boredom, guilt, anger, resentment, low self-esteem. And what are some things that we do to mask those unwanted emotions and not deal with them? We keep ourselves occupied with one activity after another, social media. Do you know you will look at your phone almost two million times this year? Two million times. We develop bad habits. We gossip about other people. Why? Because we have these unwanted emotions and we're not ready to deal with them. And so we mask them and we cover them up. So before we get into our verses, the first thought I want to share with you is this. If you're still with me, say I'm still with you how we feel usually dictates how we plan now let me explain what i mean by that how you feel usually dictates how you plan sometimes you will make plans in this life to do things that will affect your life in a negative way because you're trying to mask and run from emotions that you don't want to deal with. You're trying to run from these feelings, and so you'll develop habits, you'll misuse money, you'll manipulate people and mistreat people, you'll isolate yourself, you'll medicate yourself. It's like turning on the fan at night. There's silence. I don't want to deal with the silence. I need to mask it. Well, we have all these emotions we don't want, and sometimes the only thing we know to do is just to mask it, and we do this because we're trying to mask fear, guilt, loneliness, rejection, boredom, resentment, and on and on. And when you do this, it's like someone takes the temperature of negativity and turns it up hotter and hotter like a heat wave in your life. And so how do we turn up the pressure and the positivity in our life? Notice this next thought. Before you can start planning better, you have to feel better. Now understand, doing things in your life that affect your life in a negative way until you first learn how to deal with your unwanted emotions in a positive way. And this is the only way I've learned how to do this in my life because I have learned how to do this in my life. I know that I will always deal with unwanted emotions, but I ask myself this question, am I going to let these feelings decide what type of person I become? Am I going to let this negativity decide who I am and who I become and how I treat people? Am I going to let these feelings decide who I am? Because if so, so you will become a person of worry. That'll be who you are. You will become a person of anxiety. That will be Who you are, you will be a negative person now. You will be a person of discouragement now. It'll be who you are. Or I ask myself all the time, well, I let peace decide who I am and who I become and how I treat people. Because even though you deal with fear, you can still choose peace. Even though you deal with anxiety, you can still choose peace. Even though you deal with devastation and depression and negativity and uncertainty, you can still choose peace in your soul. And this is how we choose peace. And notice this today. Treat yourself and treat others with grace. Stop being so negative about your life. Yes, it speaks to you. Yes, it's pushing you around. Yes, it'll knock you down. Yes, it'll discourage you. Yes, sometimes it becomes chaotic, but don't give in to the negativity and stop treating others in a negative way when your emotions are so difficult. Give yourself some grace. Stop being so legalistic on yourself. You're going to have days that set you back, but a bad day doesn't make a bad week, and a bad week doesn't make a bad month and a bad month doesn't make a bad year if you fall down get back up again give yourself some grace if you feel like you're not good enough give yourself some grace if you feel like you make a mistake give yourself some grace if you feel like you gave in to negativity and get back up again but also give the other people in your life some grace because their life is speaking of them too you got to understand something behind their actions Reactions, Choices and decisions. There's always a story behind the story. There's always pain there. There's always heartache there We just see the outside but god sees their heart He knows the struggles give yourself some grace and give the people around you some grace and let's try to eliminate As much negativity as we can from our circle in our hearts and our lives Give yourself some grace and this is when you become a person of peace and this is when you start making better plans hands for your life. Notice what Jesus says in John chapter 10, a very familiar text, starting in verse 10. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. And so notice the negative. The world, the enemy, emotions and circumstances will try to drown you in discouragement. It'll try to drown you in negativity. But notice the positive. Jesus says, I came to give you life and this life is rich. This life is a blessing. This life is abundant. This life is eternal. But it's rich with peace. It's rich with purpose. It's rich with significance and forgiveness and hope. you got to understand, you can have hope. You can be positive because the life that Jesus came to give is rich with hope. Paul told the Corinthians, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sakes... He became poor on the cross so that through the cross and through his poverty, we may be rich. But it's not talking about earthly wealth. It's talking about now I'm rich with purpose, significance, hope, and passion. For Jesus Christ. We move on. Verses 27 through 28 in John chapter 10. Jesus says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life and they will never perish. And no one can snatch them out of our hand. When we give our life to Jesus... He gives us a relationship with God, and then once we establish a relationship with God, we follow Jesus, and that's exactly what we do. We follow Jesus Christ in his footsteps. And this leads me to my next thought. Notice this. Before you can do, you need to be. And this is what I mean. What you are usually dictates what you do. What you are at the core is going to dictate what what you do if you'll work on becoming good and that's what you are if you will work on becoming kind and patient and that's not just something you try to do but it is what you are and who you are like when people meet you they say that person is good is faithful is loving it's not just something that you're trying to make yourself to do because you want to please Jesus it's what you allow him to turn you into It's who you are and what you are. If you work on becoming loving and peaceful and positive, if that's who you are, then you'll do good. If that's who you are, then you'll do works of compassion. Then you'll do acts of love, then you'll do acts of kindness, then you will pursue positivity instead of always caving into the storm and the giant of negativity. When we treat people in a negative way, when we speak in negative ways, when we always think in negative ways, and when we always give in a negative feelings, that's because that's who you are. You're not just being negative. You are negative. So if you'll work on becoming something different becoming loving, and that's your first reaction, becoming forgiving, and that's your first reaction, becoming positive, even when the world is falling apart, and you fight to make it your first reaction. Instead of that 1st knee de-jerk reaction being negative and we might as well just give up, but instead you tell yourself, I'm going to be positive and I'm going to make sure that's my first reaction. If you'll become that person who encourages instead of discourages, who lifts up instead of tears down, who chooses hope instead of fear, who makes an impact instead of always gives a negativity, then being full of hope will become who you are on the inside. How many of you know your parents' names? Almost Everybody. How many of you know your grandparents' names? Almost everybody. Well, your parents had parents and your grandparents had parents. That's called your great-grandparents. Now I want you to think about something. Off the top of your head, could you tell me the names of your great-grandparents without looking it up, looking in a family tree book? Could you honestly tell me the first, middle, and last names of your family, your great-grandparents? Most of us cannot. Off the top of my head, I can't remember my great-grandparents' names. I got a book, I can look it up, but I can't. You know what that means? One day, your own family's going to forget you. That's what that means. You say, well, Tony, how can I make a lasting impact? Much of your life is going to be forgotten. The vacations that you took, it'll be forgotten. How much money that you made, it'll be forgotten. How in love you were, it'll be forgotten. Your gossip, your negativity, your very own name one day will be forgotten but what will last about you what will really last about you well it's this the one thing about you that'll last is what you did to leave behind a positive not a negative impact but a positive impact on your world that'll last you say well tony how do i do that i'm glad you asked if you're ready for it say am ready welcome to the church welcome to the kingdom A bunch of brothers and sisters who are best friends we should be working as hard as we can to lift each other up out of our negativity and bring each other into optimism hope and faith and as we come together as best friends and brothers and sisters what we try to do is become people of love goodness kindness grace compassion and when we come together and do that together Other people catch this contagious heat wave of love and grace, and it's a positive impact. And that'll go on and on and on. They may forget our names, but they will not forget the positive impact that we leave behind. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We absolutely love you. We cannot wait to see you back next week. Stay tuned. Keep listening for the amazing Water's Edge Band. We love you all.